0: The Georgetown Hoyas are Big East Tournament champions and NCAA bound. Coach Thompson, I know you love it big fella. Hello, hello and welcome back to another episode after a long hiatus of The Towel, a Georgetown basketball podcast brought to you by Thompson's Towel. I'm your host Armin Hartunian, back again with Bobby Vogel. Bobby, how are you? Good. It's good to be back. Um, we promised we didn't forget about the
1: pod. We kind of tried recording an episode. It's it's tough it when uh, when when they were struggling a little bit, but we're happy to see a good result last night and have something more positive to talk about and easier to kind of riff off.
0: Yeah. No. I'm looking forward to a, a good little banter today.
1: Yeah. So should we get the uh, the bad stuff out of the way first?
0: I think yeah. We should we should maybe break into that. So. All right.
1: Sure. So San Diego State. Um, not not a great game. Yeah, obviously. I, you know what?
0: I I just think like everything has not been great recently. Like like I I think there've just been a lot of uh, just compounding mistakes, just mistakes that we've seen over and over. Not just in the San Diego State game, but more in just the past few games in general. Right? That I I feel like we can just kind of there there are certain things that we can just hit on that I feel like in every game have been the same. Right? Like mm, inconsistency from the three point shooting and. Inconsistency from the centers. And
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, it definitely, I mean, the theme of San Diego State and St. Joe's was that a lot wasn't going right, obviously. Um, I don't know. I mean, we yeah. didn't have Tim either, so that yeah, hurt. That's not. Of course. But last night, everything went right, so it's kind of tough to have a pulse in this team ahead of the Syracuse game. Yeah, I mean, coming up Saturday. I,
0: I think the toughest part was the fact that I feel like this team could have beaten almost every team we played absolutely i mean yeah. like st joe's is a very like i s- uh, not sorry sa- not st joe's uh san diego state is a very solid team right all around very well experienced uh just just a solid team all around but we were more talented and we sh- it showed that we had the ability to hang with them and we could you know beat them st joe's different story we we should have beaten them um
1: yeah, that one's tough too because the one kid was so hot, Funk just yeah, that's was raining true. in threes and I mean I don't know I I don't feel like the Hoyas perimeter D has been as bad as some people have hyped it up to be. No, I definitely um, agree with that. They have more speed and people who have been closing out like there hasn't been one guy because I feel like in the past not we I'm not gonna point one out but there there have been some yeah. players in past season where you're like oh I don't know if he's like he doesn't get there quite quick but No, they've been I've, I've thought they look good and if we want to jump to last night that we well that we yeah I mean more.
0: like in general. I think especially since the 3 point D was like such a hot topic recently. Yep. Um I believe it was the Longwood game. I I was covering that game and I'd gotten there a little early and you could see they were practicing oh, really? closing out. Yeah. Like like they had guys like the entire team just situated around the perimeter and they were just swinging a ball around the perimeter and they were having guys close out. So it's definitely been a topic of conversation within the program oh yeah um and I think it's definitely gotten better right I, I think that for whatever reason there's always that one guy who's just always getting unnecessarily hot when he's playing us but like it's not that we're always giving those guys open looks
1: yeah totally and I think bears, it bears it's kind of maybe worth reminding everybody that nobody cares about this team more than the players themselves yeah. and the coaches so I think the notion, kind of like what Sabin was saying in that interview that yeah, went yeah, a couple of yeah. clips ago, but these guys care and they're definitely putting in the work. So um, you got to give credit where credits due. But last night, I mean, we can. I feel like we kind of have seen enough from everybody that we can start talking about players. Yeah, about I mean, how they're uh, doing.
0: Last night was amazing. Yeah, that's like magical. So I, I just want to let everybody know right now. I was not watching the game. I had. I work at the Tombs. Uh, everyone, come check me out at Proud the deploy. Tombs. Um, But I was working during the game, so I couldn't watch the entire thing, but I was watching bits and pieces of it. And I was very happy with what I saw, just in those little sample sizes. They looked very decent. And I don't know if that was more we just matched up very well against UMBC or the fact that actually everybody decided to come together and have a very decent game. But, I I mean, I I would love to kind of break down player by player, Bobby. So where do you want to start?
1: Well, I mean, I was fortunate enough to kind of balance Harmon out a little bit here. I did cover the game live for the Tal as a member of the media, uh, which was my first time doing so, so that was a cool experience. Um, in the media room, you know, going on yeah. the, ha- the sideline. and. By the way,
0: what everything. what food did they uh, give you guys? It was
1: uh, popoli sandwiches.
0: Really? Yeah. So, um, for those of you who have never gotten the opportunity to be in the media room, uh, the probably one of the best parts is the fact that they cater... They do uh, the media room with uh, restaurants. I mean, I think I got the short end of the you know the stick. Uh, I got Panera bread. Sure is not bad. That's not bad. What was it? Like sandwiches?
1: Yeah, like sandwiches, okay. salads.
0: It wasn't amazing, but like there have been times where they have Chick Fil A and they. Have, oh yeah, I would have gone for Chick Fil A. Really good stuff. The Popolis
1: was awesome. The tricky part was it wasn't labeled though, so oh, it was a little bit of so, like a guessing so, game. <laughs> I, I figured that I found the turkey sandwiches, so I was. That's dogs, good. That's good. Yeah, my favorites. They got a. Uh, they got like the soda fountain.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. They like a Mountain Dew. But but when on I was the there, fountain. that's sick. They didn't have cups. Oh really? Yeah. I brought my own cup because okay, I'm a resourceful, see, yeah, you're a prepared smart guy, like member of the media. I walked in and I saw the soda machine and I saw the food. I grabbed my food. I went to go grab a soda. There were just no cups. And it's tough. I don't know what they expect out of us.
1: They had some by the coffee. Did they? Uh, yeah. Uh, you well, mayb- missed them.
0: Mayb- yeah, yeah, I'm covering the Syracuse game, so maybe I'll have to. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to check that out. But uh, anyway, anyway.
1: I mean, we got to start with Rice. Yeah. I so <laughs> Rice went off last night. If you're listening to this, you're probably aware he broke the Georgetown three-point
0: record. Yes, 10, 10 for
1: fourteen. I think no, he I think ended it was, up shooting. Was it no? It 10, was for Ten for twelve. Yeah, a lot 10 better. Ten for that. twelve.
0: Um, and okay, so I some might consider me not to be the most favorable Caden Rice fan. Call it. I, I in the past, I haven't loved what I've seen out of him, but I think he definitely proved something last night, yeah, he that a lot. when he gets hot, I don't think there's a better three-point shooter, at least that I've seen, in a very long time. Like, that, yeah. uh, he's his ability to just take the most wild shots that should not go in, right, coming off of screens, whatever, Totally. you know, he's off balance, and just making some of those shots looked amazing, right? It looked like a completely different player from what we've seen in the past.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm certainly not as technical with hoops as some may be. I haven't played in college or like neither of us have or whatever. But from even just a normal kind of casual fan perspective, he just looked more relaxed last night. He felt like he seemed like he was setting his feet more. His shot looked smoother. Like it wasn't it wasn't quite as disjointed as we've seen it maybe. I don't know. It looked really clean. I mean, it looks it always looks clean once he's you know, sinking all Yeah, him, I mean, so.
0: I think in some of those games, especially in that South Carolina game, there were times when, like, those shots that he was putting up, like, I get that at the Citadel, like, he could take a lot of just crazy shots, and a lot of them would go in. Yeah. But, against South Carolina, and games before that, when he was not hot, he'd be putting up shots that, like, you would look at and say, like, okay, I get you're a good shooter, I get you're a good shooter, but like, at a certain point, you have to understand that, like, that's... You're not Steph Curry, right? Yeah, I mean, he Which, was Steph
1: Curry last night, though. Yeah, he yeah that's has true. the single-game record. That's so. true.
0: No, but you know what? He's inconsistent, but when he's on, yeah, I he's think what he does for this team is... Re- I mean, like, with... I think Pat said this in the press conference, right? Um When you have a guy like Aminu who's so good going downhill, yeah, right? Having those shooters on the outside... Is such an asset to have, yeah, right. Absolutely. So
1: no, it's true, and and uh, uh, Rice said it in the press conference as well. He said they're just they they, he, they found me well tonight. Yeah, like he was just because Rice is more more of a catch and shoot guy. I oh yeah, like no, he like he's, like, he's not quite as off the dribble. Maybe like a carry. No,
0: like. I I don't I think that uh, exactly. Carry can kind of get into the lane and score in different ways, whereas Rice is known for his shooting.
1: Certainly, yeah, but specifically catching and shooting. I feel like yeah, he yeah. Likes the assisted three, so, I mean, he looked phenomenal. Um, he looked really good because he went ten for twelve. Um, needless to say, and uh, honestly, he should have had eleven. The last one or the second to last one oh, and I just barely it, tipped. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I, I could see it live. I was like, oh my god, it's brutal. But it was, it was awesome to watch him blossom. And like you said, I think some of what helps is when you have the Aminu and you mentioned Aminu, but I mean, Wilson did well. Matumbo had a yeah. huge night, of course. I mean, you want to talk about Matumbo?
0: Yeah. I'd- Yes,
1: definitely. the next guy to kind of break down. So, Mutombo came off the bench and put up 15, 7 for 15. I mean, what were his total rebounds here?
0: It was 11, I 11, think. 11, yeah. yeah.
1: 11 total rebounds and four blocks. I mean, that's for a freshman, that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Oh, no, that's – I mean, like, I think the one thing people were kind of getting on him for is the fact that, like, he doesn't really feel comfortable inside, it seems like, right? And I think last night he kind of – Shut down the haters a little bit. I mean,
1: yeah, he definitely looked comfortable. He said it. He said once he hit the first two, yeah, he started. He said yeah. he, he likes starting he inside, close, making yep. the inside ones, and then kind of branching out a little bit. And you saw it last night with from both him and Rice, where once they make those first two, they seem to oh, yeah, it's,
0: it's all a confidence thing with this team, especially because we're so young. All right, when, when it comes to experience, those experienced players know that okay, I know my game, I know it well enough, and I know I have the tools to succeed. Yep. but with a guy they're just like the younger players in general since they have not gotten that opportunity to you know play 4 years of college basketball and i know Rice is a different story but like yep. Matumbo right a guy like him who hasn't had this opportunity to play for 4 years i think it's that confidence building just making a couple of shots is so yeah, huge. It's huge it's so huge um but yeah he looked Again, in the short, sam- uh, small sample size that I saw of the game, he looked very comfortable. He's so mobile. Yes.
1: I think that's what's been pleasantly surprised. For his size and his shooting ability, he's very yes. mobile. Um, um, he's definitely up there for one of our most mobile. And
0: I, I think that he uh, he definitely played better defense yesterday. I yeah, d- he it's, did. It's definitely a work in progress. No, right? he said, he,
1: said he, he got burned in South Carolina, um, and he didn't get burned last night. He looked pretty strong. He was moving yeah. well. I don't know. Everyone just seemed to be in the zone last night for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, I mean, and boy, did they need it. But they looked good. Yeah. Um. You know, I guess the other kind of really good performance, I thought, was Aminu looked pretty good, too. Yeah,
1: he's been consistent. He's yeah. establishing himself as a consistent guy. Yeah, and we, Dante which, Harris has, too, but we can start with Aminu.
0: Yeah, let's go to Aminu first. I mean, he plays he, he plays feisty. Oh, it's the drive he has. And, and just like – yeah. The energy that he plays with. Another thing that didn't Pat talk about that too. Just the energy that he plays with, or maybe I just. I mean, that guy just wants to win so badly. I know this has been kind of floating around Twitter, but I don't think there's been a better, a rebounder, rebounding guard, at least that I've seen at Georgetown. Like, yeah, considering the fact that he's you know a wing and he's playing, you know, you know, I don't know what he's averaging, but. He's had what now three double doubles.
1: Yeah. Now that you say that, he, you know what's funny is, people have kind of come after Ewing's pro style a little bit. He is the perfect guys for his pro style. No. Oh, yeah. He's got Ewing, who's like a two-three combo. You got Rice, who's playing like a, s- a stretch kind
0: of yeah yeah a stretch, stretch four. four.
1: He's kind of an in-betweener. Matumbo Wilson, they're both well, mobile big men.
0: Hopefully, hopefully, if he's able to develop Matumbo, yeah. Right. And turn him into like a stretch five who can play outside a little bit, which I think he has a bit. 100 oh, percent,
1: yeah. And you you know, Ewing can run that. You've seen Kevin oh, and Irvin,
0: one hundred percent. So I I just think that yeah, he's like he has the pieces in place, right? Yep. It's just I I hate using this reference, but he's still cooking up that gumbo. You know, right.
1: I, I was thinking about it last night. Though he's he he moved. There was big progress last night. Yes, I, I agree. Now you. The problem with this season, you hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. Now it, you've seen it once. I, like you, you think know what? that'll probably help.
0: We we had spoken th- about this, you know, before about this whole idea of like positionalist basketball, and with that, players don't really know their role. Yeah. And don't didn't know their role. I think last night, the players kind of start to figure out. No, they out, do know their roles yes, now. They're starting Absolutely. to figure it out. Yeah. Which I think. That will help you win, I mean obviously that helps you win games right oh, 100%. that that's the yeah. th- that's the type of thing that like and again, this is gonna come with experience once players kind of figure out, okay, this is what I'm good at, this is what I need to work on, yeah. this is how I can expose player like you know you know expose players' weaknesses and all that stuff, then they can really start to push that positionless kind of like know your job and just get it done, and this team can be really good.
1: Yeah, no, the, the, they were moving the ball so well last yeah. night that it, it worked, and I think Georgetown's going to be, if I were an opposing coach, I wouldn't look forward to preparing for Georgetown because Well, you don't know you to so expect. much depth, yeah. you don't well, know what yeah. to expect, and you have 10 guys with 10 different skill sets, well, and they're not kind of, like, very archetypical skill sets, you yeah. know what I mean, they're yeah, all yeah, kind of yeah. unique players, they're yes. not running just like a standard center role, or a standard yeah. kind of shooting guard role, so... I don't know. It'll be interesting. I mean... How do you feel about the zone coming on?
0: So, I was looking into this. Obviously, with the zone, it's something that the team needs to kind of, like, keep trying. Right? Yeah. I feel like it, it's not a bad idea to keep working it in. Yeah. Um. In general, I feel like they're just, like, they're more of a man-to-man type of team. Oh, totally. But, totally. like... It's not the worst thing in the world to kind of have that in your back pocket. No, I
1: like he's mixed it in. But how do you feel about when we go against Sarah? Oh,
0: oh, that's what you meant. I thought you. were I,
1: To be fair, Ewing has been doing a good. I, I've, I, I, I'm on the Ewing as a great coach. Yes, he's I trained, Frankly, um, I think he's doing a great job. I think what's very impressive is you know Ewing knows his team very well. Yes, yes. People were. I don't know how to put this lightly. People were not necessarily agreeing with Pat when he was like, "Oh, we need to feed it more to Matumbo." After the South Carolina game, and then you see him feed it to Matumbo, and Matumbo, like, blossoms. Yeah, so, yeah. you got to remember that, quite frankly, to the listeners, Patrick Ewing knows the team better than any of us. I mean, and his guys. Like, yeah, there's a reason yes. that he's doing what he's doing. He's yep. got a lot of experience. So, I mean, I think the zone people have talked about it enough. If Caden Rice is on fire, it's going to be oh well, so, slow down. So,
0: yeah, this is against Syracuse, their zone. They are, n- unsurprisingly, literally dead last in three-point, Attempts allowed. Oh, really? Yeah, like oh, literally, wow. they yeah. give up the most three pointers. I mean, Villanova, I think, shot fifty-one, 51 threes. Fifty-one, yeah, I saw that. Um, I'm trying to think. Th- another, and they're team. like
1: not super contested. It's not. No,
0: no. Well, that that's the whole thing with the zone, right? Uh, right. The the two weak spots in the zone are the three point line and the uh, the foul line, right? Which Dante is that's his favorite spot. Dante's. Yeah. You're, I would expect Dante to be
1: pu- doing his pull up jumper. Well, yeah. Oh and, my god, yeah. Mass, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: But I mean like he's uh I think that if Caden can not even have the performance he had obviously not the performance he had yesterday, yeah, right? Be, I, I don't replicate. expect him to go out and score thirty four points on any given night. But if he can, you know, make four five threes. Totally. It's going to be a lot better game than a lot of people think.
1: Yeah, I'm curious how we defend on them. I I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think
0: attendance um for students should be good. It it's going to be very good, I feel like. I mean, yeah. I've heard from people who have been trying to sell their tickets cuz they couldn't go. Like people have been, you know, reaching I out to trying groups to get tickets. and people will get like 15 DMs oh, wow. about a single ticket. Yeah, that's pretty so huge. So people are trying to go. People are definitely going to try and go. Um it's going to be for the
1: record, we we were right about Dartmouth. Yeah, that was going to be yes. back. Yes, so we did. So, we have a pretty good track n- record so far. Not going to say, you we're know, we know we're talking putting our reputation talk- yeah, on the not line here.
0: Not not going to say we know what we're talking about, but I think we know what we're talking about. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, I think that it's going to be a very good turnout and a fun game, I think. Just overall fun game. Good to be back for a nice Georgetown-Syracuse game, a Cap 1. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be a good time. But back to the players. I, the, I think the guards have really stood out to me, and especially okay. Dante Harris, right? So, I'd love to kind of talk about him for a little bit. Really. I I I think he kind of had I mean, I think he shot like 5 for 10 or something like that from the field. Um but more than just his shooting and scoring, he just proved, I mean, he I think he had like 6 rebounds and 7 assists. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Which
1: it's very balanced.
0: That's exactly what we need out of a point guard, right? That is what we're looking for. The points are nice. I, I don't know what his final point number was. I think it was like 13 oh, or... It was 13. 13, Which, yeah. you know
1: what? I, n- I noticed this when I was looking at stuff to do my recap last night. He's had 13 points in every game since Dartmouth. Really? Ex- at least. That's so consistent.
0: Yeah, I mean... He's had one, quote-unquote, like, off-off off night. That's what we call a floor general, right? Yeah, he's kind of doing that. He's uh, he just playing like a consistent point guard, and he's distributing, which is the most important part. I mean... Score, again, scoring is nice, but you need a guy who yeah. can distribute the ball, which I think we really have with him and now also Tyler Beard, who in – however, you know, he played not a lot of minutes last yeah, night. I think Beard had six he assists. He six assists. I don't think he attempted a shot, and he had six assists. Like, these are the kinds yeah. of things that –
1: he was 0 for two, but he had oh. six assists in only fifteen minutes. I mean that's yeah, offensive that's rating was one forty eight, which yeah, if you don't know think that's insane.
0: <laughs> I, I was I was looking at Ken Palm last night and I think uh Caden had an offensive rating north of like two hundred. Yeah. Um and I mean the only guy who I think had an off night last night was Don. But yeah, but and that's what's even
1: better. You know Don can yeah. do it. Well,
0: yeah, I think We've seen nights where he's had off nights, and it's not pretty. But I think we always joke about this. Like, he's the kind of guy that so quietly gives you, like, 12 points. Yeah, totally. So I think uh, he's going to – he'll figure it out. I'm not concerned over – Yeah, on the court
1: looks good. All right, another Ewing props. We have a fun little inbound play. I don't know if you've picked picked up on this. Uh, All right. And it features Don. That's the only reason I thought of it. Oh, no. I do know what you're talking about. It's actually. like this yeah. double pick. Yes.
0: Yes. For him in the corner, right? They t-
1: Some decently big account tweeted about it. I forget who. Really? It, it might have been like Barstool Benchmob or one of those. But it's this really sweet play where they set a double ball screen. <laughs> or I guess not a ball screen. I don't well, even know yeah, my vocabulary super well.
0: Double off ball screen. Double
1: off ball screen. And Don kind of takes it in the corner. The last time we did it, he sh- just did a pick and pop. Like a wide open pick and pop and just yeah. scored. Tonight... He kind of passed it inside to – I think it might have been Malcolm to Dante or Dante to Malcolm or something like that. Yeah. But it, it worked well. It's looked very clean. He's getting a good look with it.
0: Yeah, I, I think, again, this is Ewing figuring out the team and yeah, what starting to learn what exactly what he has. And the more he knows, the more he can kind of play around with these little inbound plays. Yeah, totally. And I think our good friend Vinny always kind of jokes about how when the other team – has an inbound play, you know they're going to score. But with this little play, I've been realizing this a lot, that when we're running this, like, we have a chance of scoring literally every time. Yeah, because it's, a, it's a nice stuff. Don is a – I mean, we know this. He's one of the best, at least most efficient three-point shooters. Yeah, he's still crazy
1: efficient. Um, he's been the – he's a like 23 from 24 from yeah, the foul strike. Yeah, something cool. like
0: that. <laughs> yeah. He's
1: – I don't – he's just – he's a very quiet player. He doesn't – Yes. You don't notice him, but he's... he's He makes an impact. Yeah, he makes a good impact. So, yeah. I mean, on the floor, everybody else, Riley's been looking good. He's, lo- he's been looking better. he has got the length.
0: See, Billingsley, I think Billingsley and Ryan, uh, not Ryan, Jordan, um, Riley, are in the same boat where they we know that they have what it takes, right? Or at least they have some semblance of potential to have what it takes. They just need to figure it out, right? I think we know that Jordan is a unnecessarily athletic player, right? I think Patrick Jr. said this the other day. Like, he doesn't think there's a more athletic player in the Big East, which I don't disagree with. I think he's, like... So I I grew up pretty close to where he went to high school, and I would watch him play high school basketball. And the guy was a freak in high school. And I think we saw those highlights of him, you know, throwing down absurd dunks. But, like, he... Has the ability to just go off purely based on his athleticism, so he has it, and I think we know Billingsley also has what it takes. Billingsley's so big. Too. He is big. He's big. Kind of like He reminds me a little bit of Holloway. Well, yeah, they do. They do. kinda similar. have similar. Somewhere, Bill. Um, but, but I've always d-
1: been great offensively. That's been yeah. a fun kind of wake-up call this fat year. Fat boy. Yeah, fat boy. Um, as his nickname has been. Yes, we're not uh, calling <laughs> him this. It's been. It's been certified by
0: by him himself yes. yes exactly um but no i i think that the pieces are there for billingsley and riley i think with more time it's going to come but like when i was covering that longwood game right i remember looking over at uh one of the reporters sitting next to me after jordan riley checking to the game and i think it was like one of his first possessions oh, gotcha. he had the ball at the top of the key right he started to drive you know, did a really hard step-back jumper and made it pure swish. And I just looked over and I was like, that's a pro move. Yeah, totally. That's a pro move, right? That's like a real move. And, again, he's not like – he's not doing that every night, but when he does it, he looks like he's there, right?
1: Yeah, and Ewing had a funny comment. He used – I think it was – was it might have been Patrick Ewing Jr. on the call with Yurtsevin in the Hoya Hoop Club. Yep. You saying it just, it's, it's going to take these freshmen time to figure out the game. I mean, oh, yeah. Tumbo commented on it. We have a decently young roster, and even. F- uh, and then people are like, oh, but we play a lot of older guys, too. Like, sure, we play a lot of older guys, but a lot of them haven't played together. Yeah. I mean, Dante, yeah. Don, Tim, Malcolm are kind of your yeah. returning heavy minutes guys. So it'll, it'll be exciting. Q's will be in a very interesting game. I have no idea what to expect, honestly. Yeah. I can see us killing Q's. I can see. Going very poorly, I could see being close games. See, so. and,
0: and this is the tough part about being in a rather inexperienced team playing against a ve- rather experienced team, right? Yeah, it's the Bayheims. It's the Bayheims. I know, I know. Coach, I like to pick my nose. Um, yeah. But Which should
1: we talk about their media? How they've been promoting?
0: Oh yeah, I'll I'll tip my hat. Yeah. No, For the r- record, we're
1: not sponsored by the athletic department. Right no, now. We're, we're
0: not. Just, uh, we're not. We're we're. You know, after yesterday's game, we just we're feeling good. We're feeling. We're feeling good.
1: great. Yeah. No, I've been impressed. that social media was really good last night. Yeah. Um, they've done a very good job. Also in the game, kind of doing some meaningful things. They've highlighted Motombo. Um, yeah. The that is. Yeah. Being there more. They've had more kind of events. They did like musical chairs and. They did Buckets for Books again. and her favorite. There was some more. Jack Jack the Bulldog's back out. He's back in his back car. Back in the car. Got yeah. his license back. They started Hoyle Lights. So my understanding is this is um, part of an effort from the new um, director, director of marketing, Kevin Spelman. So Hoya Lights should be cool. They, they, they debuted it last night. Yeah, in
0: I, I found it pretty funny that they decided to do it last night.
1: I, th- I mind, it, it must have been like a trial it run had, more it for the Cuse game. Yeah. It's kind of how they were talking about it on the broadcast. Um, and it it worked pretty well. Like The lights synced. So... We'll see how it looks for Qs. I mean, I can't. I mean, I'm sure we'll probably have a more than well over ten thousand. Oh, I, I no mean, matter who.
0: I would expect close to fifteen thousand. Fifteen, yeah. If, if if I were in my professional bookmaking, you know, mm-hmm. experience, I would put the over under at, le- at least at like thirteen five thousand. Yeah, I
1: feel like we will fill one student section fully. And probably most of the other... I think that I don't know if we'll hit the Dartmouth levels, but... I
0: I think we will. You think we will? I think we will. All right. I don't think enough students have left yet, and I I think considering it's a Saturday... Saturday, Yeah. Saturday at noon. Like, okay, I... You also have
1: to remember, it's one of these things for students where all the formals were kind of planned for before finals. There haven't been many, like, social things on tap for this weekend. No, no. I feel like it's a pretty quiet... Clubs, fraternities, whatever. Like, nothing's really happening so it's kind of the thing to do this weekend
0: i mean it's georgetown syracuse let's yeah, not forget that like, like as much as the student body might f- kind of forget what it is like they don't forget what it is like I-, I love i don't know everyone's probably seen it by now but the uh the poster Hoya blue yeah it's an awesome one it's a great one. poster why we dislike Syracuse.
1: Yeah, right. I thought it was tasteful too. It was yeah. Solid stuff. It's fair. It's fair. They've had it up all week, which is nice. Right in Red Square, which if you don't know is the free speech zone on campus, it's kind of where everyone puts posters. We put some up for the Dharma yes, game. Yes, we did. Which I honestly think
0: helped. Yes.
1: Um it it felt like it generated a little excitement. But even people seeing that does kinda, you know, put butts in the seats. Yes it does,
0: which love love to love to see. I I'm really looking forward to it. Again, I'm going to be covering it with the media, so I will have a little different perspective, but I think it's going to be a really nice turnout, and who knows? Who yeah, knows? Who
1: knows? It's, it's definitely in anybody's game, so. Yeah. I mean, and to switch it up, uh, the basketball team is not the only program that has been thriving. Well, yeah, before the recently. Syracuse game,
0: you know, Friday Friday night, down in Cary, North Carolina, we got the, the soccer team, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: so as many, I'm sure, are probably aware, um, particularly those who are listening, you true diehard Hoy fans. Um, The Hoyas are coming off a thrilling penalty kick win against West Virginia at Traffield at its largest capacity crowd ever. Um, It was packed, over 3,000 were in attendance. So that was a great atmosphere. Um, Casual Hoyas, a great interview with Weiss um, that you should definitely go check out. It's like half an hour while he's chatting with Bobby Bancroft on his uh, way down to Cary. So I will be um, taking one of the student buses along with 107 of my closest friends. Um, who are the other students attending the first semifinal game, and then hopefully on Sunday we'll have the bus too. But I mean, we're not getting back till three. So really, yeah, we're ta- it's it's a double back trip. We're going down, watching the game, coming back, getting back at three, and then noon. So
0: literally, literally, you have nine hours to just somehow get yourself, sleep. Yeah, pretty yourself up.
1: Yeah, it could be a, a tough turnaround. But they have been that. I mean, that team's been generating excitement very well. Oh, yeah. Um, and I've really appreciated um, – there may or may not be an article coming out soon, but I've appreciated how Weis has generated excitement on campus. Oh, yeah. For the team. I
0: think he's, he's done a very good job. I mean, he's been here for a pretty long time, right? I yeah. I mean, I don't know how long exactly, but I think it's been like 15 years or maybe more than that even. But, um, I mean, his presence on campus – I know – Literally everybody's in Hoya Blue, which is our uh, student section. That's the joke. Everyone's in Hoya Blue. But, uh, I mean, Weis and the team go to some of their meetings, right?
1: Yeah, Weis literally brings players. Yeah. And other teams do this as well. But Wiese brings, brings players yeah, to a I meeting mean, each year. Yeah, a lot of teams do it. The but, like, section.
0: considering how good the soccer team is, for him to actually bring the players out. And, I mean, they f- really do feel like they're kind of a part of the student body um and also yeah they're highly highly integrated yeah we love his social media presence right i love how he quote tweets a lot of stuff right a lot of i think there was something like uh this morning he uh tweeted out at the basketball team like thanks for starting the weekend off right yeah
1: no it's awesome and he also does a good job during the games um yes i mean i think he teaches his players and probably encourages it but the players are very interactive with the oh, student section as well. I remember Like, after they score goals, they're so over-celebrating. So, literally, again.
0: the first game I went to was the Maryland game, right? Okay, yeah. Which was, I think it was like a one nothing game. But when they scored their first goal, I forget who scored it, but literally they ran directly to me. Yeah. And were celebrating cool. in front of me. So, like, I don't know. I, I get that it's a little tough for, like, basketball to do that. But, like, soccer, the soccer guys are so into it, right? Oh, they're and so into it. And the soccer team it. is so, like... So and they can willing, tell yeah. like genuinely care, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. It's it's
1: really cool to see. And after each game, um, if you're unaware, they like takes pictures with the yeah. student section yeah. on the field, like all the students and then all the players. So he's, it's definitely a fun culture. It makes it fun to go to those games, oh too. My, I,
0: I think that, like, I love going to basketball games, right? Basketball games are a lot of fun, especially when they're winning, right? When they're losing, it's a little different. But when they're winning, it's a great time. Yeah. But there's something about being on the field during the soccer teams, you know, really good runs that just – it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, and I honestly would not trade that for much. Or like, like there, there are not a lot of things that I would. Uh, yeah, they got a great do.
1: venue for it. I mean, it's on campus, of course. That's helping them. Yes, we know everyone once more on campus yes, games. Yes. yes, we know it may not be practical, but, I mean, they got a good thing going. Uh, Weez has been very engaged with the media. They had a fun send off. I wasn't yeah, able to attend because I, I was could, sleeping. Yeah,
0: it was uh, a little early, a little early, but uh, yeah, I
1: think it had an okay turnout for that. So. It yeah, props to them, and uh, good luck at the College Cup. And um, we're, of course, all rooting for you. I'll be rooting there and yeah. rooting for them in person.
0: I'll be rooting for you from the hilltop.
1: Yeah, and to kind of transition. Um, we also have a big game coming up for the women's basketball team. Um, so I'm not sure if everybody's aware of this, but we will be playing against UConn at home at Entertainment and Sports Arena.
0: Yeah, that that's the where the Mystic play, right?
1: Yes, yes, the recently uh, champions, um, the Washington Mystics. So that should be cool event. Unfortunately, uh, Paige buckets.
0: Yeah, she's not. Oh, what a shame! You know, oh, well, it is kind of a bummer that she. Yeah, hurt, it, it would have been cool. I, when I was uh, when I was covering media day at Madison Square Garden, the women were right after the men. Oh, really? And since my train back to DC was, uh, you know kind of uh del- not delayed but like i had some time between the end of the men's media day yeah. and when my train kind of left i decided to stay for the women's a little bit and i was i just kind of plopped myself next to yukon and she was drawing a crowd as you might imagine oh yeah totally um but i mean she's a great player but y- it's gonna be cool to see how that works with the uh yeah,
1: I'm. I don't. I, I kind of want to make it down. It is during our winter break, which is a shame. It's on yeah. January 5th, so it's kind of on the back end of it. Um, but of course, people are always talking about where Georgetown should play its home games. Yes, um, I, I think
0: that's a hot topic, which uh, we all know we'd love to see more games at McDonough. Bloody, bloody, blah. I would actually love to see more games at McDonough as well, but I, you know what? I think this kind of opens up the door to other options. Yeah. Um, they're they're i mean i know we're kind of in a tough situation with the uh the bargaining with uh what capital is it one or yeah monument
1: yeah it's interesting i think ca- uh, the entertainment and sports arena it's it's tough because it's a little bit it's further. kind of far yeah it's, i'm looking right now at google maps it says 26 minutes from georgetown's campus which i mean i mean not all that different from capital one considering,
0: arena considering yeah it takes like 22 to get to uh capital one i don't yeah, think yeah it, it
1: says 18 right now for capital one so I mean, you're adding six minutes on what is already a kind of decent drive, but the size is that much better. It's such a great well, yeah, size. Arena. I
0: mean, it, see, this is what, if we weren't in such a tough situation with, like, where campus is situated and all that stuff, um, an arena of that size would fit our program so perfectly. Yeah, very well. Right? Because, I mean, as tough it is as it is to say, like, we're not uh, – unless we get really good really quick – we're Which, not filling up I have 20, a hot 000. take that
1: I think Ewing, once he makes the tournament in, from a, like, an at-large, like, once we're kind of at that level where we can get an at-large bit, I think he's going to just dominate. Like, oh, yeah. Like, he'll, once yeah. he's able to recruit that well and he's got those well, guys developed look, in a system where kids are staying, it's going to be – Look
0: at that, like – So scary. You know, that uh, early 2010s, like, uh, that those, like, John Thompson, the yep. third teams – I mean, like, it – obviously, I never got to go to those games because I was, like, eight years old, but um, just – it sounds like those arenas – or, like, Cap 1 was getting sold out, yeah.
1: I mean, to be fair, in my time, the Villanova and Syracuse are the two where we fit the arena. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like, it it works well. Um, And just to kind of pivot back – Tickets for the UConn women's basketball game. I'm looking; some of they seem like they're selling selling pretty pretty quickly. So definitely take a look at that if you have any interest. January 5th yes. at Entertainment Sports Arena. That's southeast DC, um, or southwest? I think it's southeast. It's southeast. Southeast.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean that's brand new, right? Should be a gorgeous venue. A uh, nice event. I I think the women's team is playing pretty decent.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure their record's not bad this year. They have yeah. the, they have the new coach. Yeah, they do. Uh, Rogers, I think it is. Right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, they've got they've got wins against Loyola, Providence, Navy, they yeah, some quality teams. So it should be exciting to see them play. Um, I mean, quite possibly their highest profile game.
0: Oh no, ever. easily, easily. Yeah, I
1: mean, UConn adds that for the Big East, and hopefully should add it to women's basketball as well. Yeah, which I know we'll probably plan on covering more in the future. Yes. Um, I mean, especially with UConn coming up, so that is exciting to see as well.
0: Um, and then. Last, you just kind of want to look at what we've got coming in the from pipeline. The mens, yeah. yeah.
1: All right. So there's still a little meat left to our non-conference. Um, we obviously have Syracuse on Saturday. If I can run through this a little bit, and then Howard the following Wednesday, and the Howard is not a bad team. No. For those keeping note, they killed American ninety to fifty six. Um, they've they've lost some other games as well. They put up eighty one in against Nova in a loss. Yeah, I mean, they, Nova still scored a hundred, but to put up eighty one on Nova, they're
0: is they're ridiculous. definitely not a bad team. I think what we should be kind of looking out for is again they're relatively experienced. That's one thing. They also they shoot the ball relatively well from deep, which again yeah. it's another test. Like coming into the UMBC game, uh, that was kind of like one of the things that I was looking for. Is UMBC shot the ball pretty well? previously and our ability to if we could shut them down it kind of says something that this team is moving forward and obviously we kind of kind of were able to yeah yeah, um, for the most part i mean you know better than me because again you watched that. mean appropriately yeah Yeah. it was a
1: fast-paced game because you i mean think about it. if georgetown's scoring fast then umbc is going to get more possessions too and we were so it it, i kind of played into that a little bit But,
0: but i mean just overall um Again, whether or not we can kind of contain Howard's three point shooting will be another test.
1: Yeah, it should be interesting. Um to see if they have a performance like we had today or more performance from like Longwood where we yeah. win but it's not as convincing. Um it should be exciting to kinda kinda take note of. And then after that we got TCU. TCU hasn't had a lot of tough competition yet. Most of their competitions have been in the one seventy Ken Palm plus range. Yeah. They did lose to Santa Clara, but they most recently beat Utah. Um just yesterday. So I don't know. That'll be interesting. They Texas A&M before us. Keep an eye on that one. Yeah. Um, that should be a pretty telltale sign of how good they are going in, um, into Capital One Arena, which I got to say so far, are we starting to think maybe we're better at home?
0: Yeah, I think so. I definitely think so.
1: I think it's fair to kind of say now, I mean, Dartmouth is your only
0: like, yeah, bad home game. Yeah. Real
1: goose egg at home.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I think, uh, it's funny, but I just think there's, like, just a comfort level with these guys. I think yeah. they're finally starting to feel that. More comfortable out. and yeah. cohesive.
1: Yeah, they're starting to play more as a team. And then, as you all know, we have Providence kicking off the uh Big East slate on the 22nd of December. So, Providence, Creighton, St. John's, Xavier Marquette are the first batch. I think all of those... Won't have students, and all of those are home except Providence and Green. So we have St. John's, Xavier, Marquette, Butler all home.
0: Yeah, that, that's kind of a tough Butler, stretch.
1: Butler the 13th, I guess some students should be back by then.
0: Yeah, I, I, I know I'll be back. Yeah, I, think, I'll be I back. think
1: students will be back for the Butler game. So Xavier, Marquette, and St. John's will all likely be light on fans, which is tough because those are three teams that have looked – I mean, everyone's looked good. Yeah, so everyone's just looked good. just in
0: general, I think the Big East is going to be – an absolute dogfight this it's year. Awesome! It's I, really I love to see it, but like, it's gonna tough be tough because obviously you know we're having a little bit of a down year. But it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I'm not going in with many expectations. I want you to know that. I think that it's going to be tough at some times, but also fun at other times. And who knows? We could pull out wins here and there. There are definitely teams that we could beat. Um, oh, absolutely. I mean, like, yeah. Not to kind of uh, put down any other teams, but, like, Butler, you know, uh, Creighton, I definitely feel like we have the possibility to
1: – Yeah, and and these – again, this is a Creighton team that beat Nebraska. I mean, we're going to yeah. be going up against – Yeah. I mean, Butler's not what they were, but they're coming off a win at Oklahoma. So, I mean, even the bottom of the Big East looks strong, and if we can pull off a win against Syracuse and or TCU, I think we have ourselves in a pretty good place – at least to develop. Like, playing these good teams is going to develop our young guys.
0: And I, I, want, I want to stress this idea that we, uh, in my mind, I think there's a very high chance that if we had played a full non-conference schedule last year, that it may or may not have ended up the exact same way that it's you know, going this year, right? It's all a numbers game. Yeah, totally. 100%. I mean, if if we look back at last year, right, this team lost to Navy badly. Like, we played very bad. And then, I mean, we played Syracuse, and I think we... we no, we did.
1: We played Syracuse in the middle of the season, because I think they might oh, have was rescheduled her. Was that a COVID Oh, thing? yes, yes. That might have been. We played. We beat, We beat. only beat UMBC and Coppin State in non-conference. Those were our okay. only two wins, non-conference. So, yeah, I mean, Armin, you have a good point. That I mean, Maybe things wouldn't have gone all that differently, and that team ended up winning the biggest tournament. Yeah, so,
0: so I mean once again, I get, uh, there's been a lot of a lot of talk, and I know I've been talking a lot on Twitter, but like they're w- honestly we need to give this team time, I think that let they're them figure it too. out exactly every the game they well. look better, let's just let them figure it out, and you know what L- we'll regroup at the start of conference play, yeah, totally I think that we should definitely kind of uh because yeah, they they're give settlement settle in yeah.
1: I mean, the non-conference is important, but let's also not forget that, I think as it's currently written, we've only played one quad one game. Yeah. That was San Diego State. We'll have 11 yeah. in the Big East slate. Yeah. So the meat of our schedules in this Big and, East competition. And remember, competition. we had a very... And that's not even including the tournament. Yeah.
0: We had a very good chance at winning that game against San Diego State. We looked like we should have won it. So who knows what will happen, right? Give, give them time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Hey. And, I mean, Matumbo. I don't remember what the context was, but he mentioned the tournament last night, the the NCAA's. Yeah. So they they still have their eye on the prize. Like the, these 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 kids won it. Um, I I think they have the talent to. Oh yeah. I mean, if not get there this season, get there soon after. Um, it's exciting. It's an ex- it's it's exciting after last night to put up a hundred yes. points yes. on a team, it- have a kid break the record for three pointers yeah. a game, and I'll just break it destroy the what, what, record. What was the record? Seven. Oh. Six times players had gotten seven, and he scored ten three-pointers.
0: Also, so before we go, something to look out for is uh, Allen Iverson's single season made three-pointers record. It is – oh, wait. Yes. It's yes. very much – What was it, 87? Was it 87 or 82? I think one. it's in the 80s, and through – what is it, eight games now? We're through eight games now, and he is 34. Yes. I know that. Yes. I mean, like – very breakable. Very much breakable. So keep an eye out for that. Like that is coming up quick.
1: It is coming up quick. Um, and alright, wait, I gotta hear it now. So Alright, all yeah, right. we're we're back. After, after a, a brief pause. A brief all right, man, pause. Listen to this. So props to Patrick Waring for kind of finding this out. Um he noted that Alan Iverson has the record for the most three-pointers made in a season with 87. Um, if my math checks out, Rice is 34 after eight games, which is the highest of the Big East tied with uh, Gillespie right now. Yes. If he keeps that pace up, Caden Rice is on pace for 132 three-pointers made in the season. Allen Iverson has the record with 87.
0: That. That's absurd. That's insane. That's absurd. That's I,
1: absolutely insane.
0: I cannot say I'm surprised. Surprised, but still, that's am- amazing, amazing. Like, yeah, and he's
1: not going to be having ten-point games, but obviously that yeah. pace is still. He's averaging four point two five a game. Yes. You're averaging twelve points from the guy I just on yes. three pointers alone, and he drives a little bit. Like he does. Well, he,
0: he, he tries. He tries, but I, I, he's. I think we agree he's best suited on the outside. But still, yeah, he's a, a cyber. Uh,
1: so keep an eye on that record because that would be a big one to fall in the season. And I mean, honestly, at this point, it's 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 his. It almost feels like his to lose. So oh yeah, one hundred percent. I, of course, the biggies can be tougher competition or whatever. But, yeah, definitely keep an eye on that going forward. Yep. Um, it feels – things feel a little brighter.
0: Yeah, you know, again, it might just be the fact that we just dropped 100 points last night. but
1: On a UMBC team that beat Pitt.
0: Yes, yes. They're not a bad team. I mean, I get Pitt's not the best this year, but, like, still.
1: No, they weren't bad. It's not like they shot atrociously no, or anything. No, no,
0: like, no, no. But, I yep. mean, we – uh with all the negativity that's been swirling around this program for the last – you know, week, two, two week. weeks. Yeah. yeah. I think that this is definitely an opportunity to kind of feel good about ourselves. As you've probably heard, if you've made it this far, we do feel pretty good about the team. I mean, like with every, all things considered, we feel pretty good. I feel about good the about the trajectory. Yeah. I mean, I, again, there are things that we could change, which we're not going to have that conversation right now, but things are looking up. Let Let's, let's enjoy this win while we have it. Let's, kinda enjoy our little Syracuse hate week for the next two days. Absolutely. Yeah. Well oh, w- One more thing to plug. Oh. Let's I'm sorry yes, to interject yes, yes. No, a little bit there. Please.
1: We are running our Georgetown player uh, yes. of the year voting right now. So please go to Thompson's Towel on Twitter. I don't think we're doing on on Instagram. No, I don't think and so. vote in our in the semifinals for your Georgetown player of the year. I mean, I'm assuming this includes the past calendar year. Yeah, it's so yeah,
0: the last 12 months.
1: This includes the likes of uh, Javon Blair, Marco Pickett, Trudie Judy Judy Blair. So keep an eye on that. Hey, wait, um,
0: what? I I got a question. I I don't know if you have it up right now, but yeah, I do. Who's who's your uh, who's your vote?
1: All right, so our, uh, we can b- before we quick. go, before we yeah, go, because we'll, we'll we're, we're, with with we're, we're making so we this can, a little uh,
0: bit of a longer episode because we haven't been here for a little bit. But yeah, I, I just want to hear your thoughts before we All right, we leave. I'll
1: let you vote on the first one. Uh, okay. Dante Harris, Javon Blair, Amina Muhammad, Caden Rice, I mean, all worthy recipients, of yes, course. But. Yes.
0: Um,. I think I have to give it to Dante there. It's really hard
1: not to give it to Dante.
0: I know, I know. Like, just in the last 12 months, the fact that he kind of blew up in conference play last year and then had that run in the Big East tournament. And he's looked good this season. Yes. People are
1: acting – I don't know why.
0: Dude, he's had a really good start to his year. Oh, he's had an amazing start to his year. His
1: offensive rating last year was 89. It is 108 right now.
0: Yes. That's a very – He's a great defensive player. That's a very solid player. So solid. Um, Yeah, he's – he has looked very good. Also, also, not to uh, pat myself on the back, but um, if you remember when we did the uh, preview with the uh, Armands over-unders, yes. right, I put his steals at around two. He's currently averaging two steals a game. Yeah. No, so, I think he's,
1: like, top five in the Big East. Yeah.
0: No, he's, he's playing very well.
1: Yeah, he's stealing a lot. All right. I would – Yeah, I, I, who do you think? It's between Blair and Harris for Obviously, me. Obviously, yeah. Um, It's hard <sighs> – I mean, I have to go Harris –
0: but okay, yeah. I,
1: I think Blair also is a perfectly reasonable yep. option for the past year. I mean, I mean, you know, Muhammad King race have obviously been great, but they also only have half the year working for them. So, I mean, do with that what you will. The second one, Demarco Pickett, Chudie Bele, Don Carey, Timothy Ufa.
0: I have to go with Pickett. Yeah, I mean, just gotta go Pickett. Th- I think like that's the easiest choice, um, just because what he's done in the pros. Uh, yeah,
1: to grow all four years, he had a pretty good. Ju- year last year and now he's performing in the pros yeah. again I mean, what what he did
0: what he did in conference play last year and then now what he's doing in the g league i think he personally he might be my georgetown player of the year
1: you think you might go him over i dante? might
0: i might go him over dante
1: man i don't know it's tough i mean it's exciting when we have a balanced roster so yeah
0: but uh, we want to hear what you think
1: yeah please um do send us anything anything you want to hear any questions yes. anything yeah anything at all
0: yeah no we might Honestly, we might start doing a little Q&A if yeah. you guys want to send us stuff. That will a fun little mix, a little yeah.
1: mailbag action perhaps.
0: But uh, I think that's all we've got for today. Um, yeah. Good stuff. Hoy Saxa. Yeah. Juice cues. Juice cues. We'll see you again soon. We'll see you uh, hopefully next week.